Hello and welcome to the Seth Atari podcast. Today I am joined by the host, <laughs> Seth Atari. Hello, motherfuckers. And in the background, we have Sassy Red, who is being creepy like the last time she appeared on the podcast. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, Sassy Red is the third host. She's the host of Seth Atari Jr. Um, how's business going on the Seth Atari Jr. side of things? Good. <laughs> All right. Good for our shareholders to know that Seth Atari Jr. is also going good. Going with good. some good educational content for youngins who don't like the bad words that we say on the Seth Atari podcast. <laughs> so welcome back to the Seth Atari podcast, everybody. Welcome back. Today we are going to be talking about wrecking crew but first we are going to be talking about what we've been playing of course because we'll, so i want to know you've been playing sad what you've been playing what you've been playing oh no i'm being replaced i think as host <laughs> and now i'm co-host <laughs> oh i'm just so anxious to hear what you've been playing i want to know okay i've been playing a few games so i recently purchased a playstation 5 from <gasps> best buy um <laughs> and uh i'm too broke to uh afford any games for it so um <laughs> instead of playing the real games i've been playing astro's playroom on the ps5 and it started out as kind of like ha 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 i'm gonna play this game but it's actually a really good platforming game and it has a bunch of cool easter eggs for um playstation i learned recently astro himself is an easter egg it's not from that game he's from a playstation vr game i think oh really before that so everything in that game down to the characters are sorry don't kick the table are their own thing are their um not their own thing they're from playstation history so that got me interested in playstation history so i beat that game i 100 percent of that game and now i'm working on platinuming that game that game honestly for a game that comes with a console <clears throat> there's a lot of time and effort into it that went into it and stuff can you get the dog out of here please i will go ahead Go ahead and uh, talk about uh, what you've been playing. I'll be right back. <laughs> All right. Sorry, dog's chewing on a bone. Um, so what I've been playing is, you know, I've been playing Fortnite, been on that Peter grind, and I got Peter, okay? But um, more recently, I got Snake, and I was like, I was playing a few rounds, and I was like, I totally forgot to do snake specific quests and all that time I could have, you know, gotten him. And then I went to like lobby and he was like, he was like, Oh, you, you got him and all of his stuff. And I was like, Oh, <laughs> I did all the quests and I didn't even realize it. So and I'm that was back. pretty epic. And I heard all of that. So congratulations on Peter and snake. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. That's um, most of what I've been playing honestly. Um, yeah, since the last podcast, that's all I've been playing. 
And that, I've been playing some Fortnite too, but not as much as I was at the end of last year. Because, um... You got Peter. <laughs> yeah, that was the big one. And then Snake was a big one for me, but it wasn't too hard to get. So now I'm working on getting old Snake as an old costume. Oh, and, I know. Uh, that's going to be exciting. Yeah, so I've been playing some of that too. Got the Peter Copter. Yeah. Don't have the Surf and Birdie emote. Working on that. Not yet. So yeah, we'll be play I'll be playing it off and on here and then. I don't have the Peter Copter. I really want it. It's going to be for every character assigned. And you'll you're getting close. You'll get it soon. Um mm. What was I saying? <laughs> Astro's Playroom. So I finished that and I was like, "You know what? I we'll got cut the that out. I got the PS5 because we're going back in history, right? And starting from Pong and going onward to every single video game ever. But we can't fall behind. We can't lag behind or we'll never touch every video game ever. Sure. So I'm thinking what we're going to do is we're going to keep doing it like this from the past. But we're not going to let new games sneak past us. So we're going to interrupt some of these past games with some of these newer games. So I needed to get the PS5 because this year I don't want to miss a single big game. Right. And on that topic, as a little disclaimer for everyone who's like, they didn't do every single video game ever. We're trying to do the most iconic video games from each era and console. And ever. That, that being said, <laughs> that'd be too much. It's not just, it's it's biased in the sense that me and my co-host are the ones who choose what's most iconic. That being said, yeah. if anybody decides, hey, this game's iconic, email us yeah, at pod at gmail.com. We'd love to play new games. And we'll play that game too. We'll include it. Especially you guys who are part of the Sethatari team. You know mm -hmm. who you are. Mm -hmm. Um. So yeah, so I've been going back. I've been playing some PlayStation games. I busted out the PS2, mm. um, started up some God of War 2, haven't played that series. I, I love that game. That is like the first and only God of War game I've played. And it was very, probably like around the, when did the PS2 come out? Uh, like the early 2000s. It was, I don't know. When did the PS3 come out? Uh, Like... Uh, the mid two thousands. It might the PS three might have been out, but I was playing God of War, two. Is that the one you're playing? Yeah, yeah. I was playing that one, and um, very nostalgic, and I really enjoy watching him play through it again to see it all again. It's cool. Yeah, definitely. She could use a recap on uh, playing it because from what it sounds like, is she blurred the whole game together. So. I don't know if she it's knows. It's been years. <laughs> a but, long time. Yeah, it's a really good game. I wasn't expecting... I don't know what I was expecting, but I wasn't expecting it to be so... Like, um... Shoot, what are those games called? Hack and Slash. Mm. I wasn't expecting it to be like that, but it is, and I like it. The only it's thing, cool. and it's not God of War's fault, I just don't like this in any game, is unforgiving quick time responses oh gosh yeah sometimes those are <laughs> frustrating there was a metal gear solid i think it was peace walker that i played recently 
And that was the, my least favorite part of the game of Peace Walker. So, Man of Medan in those series, when it's it's those types of games, I love playing them, but I like I suck at pressing them at the right time, especially when I'm used to different buttons on a different controller too. Yeah, I'm that's like, definitely. It would be a lot easier if I memorized where the buttons were. <laughs> and and um, yet. Not just that, but it's so weird when you're like thinking you're watching a cutscene. I don't know if God of War did this. I don't oh, think yeah. they did. But <laughs> Metal Gear Solid did do that. Where there was some like cutscenes that you were watching. And then you like put the controller down and you don't even know where you put it. Off to your left or off to your right. And it's like <laughs> press circle or whatever. And you're like, what? Oh, and then you have to like find the controller and then you have to die and then it interrupts the flow. And you're like watching. So now you have to watch the story cutscene that you're watching all over again. Oh, and then... that's so dreadful. I hate having to do things all over again. That just, it makes me not want to play as much. Other than that, the game looks really good for a PS2 game. Like, Yeah, and it's in my funny opinion. because it looks pretty good already. But the cutscenes are like even more detailed. I like guess I was talking about too. the cutscenes. I could see the age in the gameplay. It's almost like but a Skyward Sword, sort of like light and foggy-ish in a way. Like hazy, almost. The regular gameplay. Oh, yeah. I would say it looks better than Skyward Sword. And that is a game that came Definitely. a lot later it's than Skyward different. Sword. I mean, this game came out a lot earlier than Skyward Sword. Different graphics, for sure. It's more detailed, this one. But... So yeah, yeah, God of War 2, I just got the, I just battled somebody. I can't remember what it is. Oh, it I forgot. Not good with my Greek is mythology. It, was it the God of War? What? No. Or no, he was saying that he was going to. That's the first game, the which I didn't War. play the first game, by the way. I skipped to two because um, I don't have the first game. <laughs> I would like to play the first game, though, but. I was eager to play the God of War series, so I didn't want to wait till getting the first game. So I just jumped. I I actually Wikipedia the first game, and then jumped right into two, which is cool because I get to rewatch the one I played all over again. Other than so. that, so I've been wanting to catch up on my PlayStation uh, knowledge, and then. With this new PS5, I've been playing the Tekken 8 demo because I think that's going to be the first big game of the, this new year that I'm going to play. I want to play another code on Switch as well and kind of want to balance my Nintendo with my Sony. <laughs> Speaking of balancing Nintendo with Sony, I've also been playing The Legend of Zelda Minish Cap for the oh, yeah. Switch Online, mm -hmm. which is a really fun Zelda game. Really good it's like a link to the past kind of meets um like the oracle of ages and seasons games kind of reminds me of those what's the story of minish cap so you're Vyati or whatever however you pronounce the name it's this sorceress little they call them minish people and they're really tiny and only they're like little elves kind of little leprechauns and uh but they look like mice i guess anyway Aww. they're they're really tiny so you go between turning tiny and big and you're trying to break a curse you put on zelda or he i don't know ambiguous mm -hmm. um but you so you haven't finished it yet no i'm about halfway through i think 
So there's like four elements that you have to collect, and I've collected two. I thought I was about to collect three, but uh, it psyched me out. They're like, it's actually not here, and you're ha- you'll have to get it later. So classic. Yeah. Classic. But yeah, it's fun. It's classic Zelda. You know, like I'm playing through it, and I'm like, it's going smoothly. Then I'm thinking to myself, are Zelda games just easier now? Or do you just get used to what to expect in a Zelda game? And then you're like, oh, yeah, there's a bomb goes there. Or like, oh, yeah, oh, I, see. I know what you have to do here. Yeah, like the big obvious cracks and stuff. I think once you kind of played enough Legend of Zelda games, it does make you think more and you do kind of know their little secrets sometimes. I think it definitely it, helps. Because I remember playing Ocarina of Time as a kid and the stuff that stumped me then would not stump me now. Like shooting an arrow into an eyeball is just obvious now. Something has one eyeball, an arrow goes there. And even in Minish Cap, they don't have the cracks in the walls all the time. But you can just tell because it has like, it's like a pixel space and then with like a, a pot on it. And then another pixel space with nothing there. And then another pixel space with another pot on it. Um, so you yeah, know. It's like framing Yeah, something. like there's something that should be in the middle. <laughs> I see. So you're like, what What do I do? How do I check that out? And then you throw a bomb there. and Yeah. Nice. Do bombs, do you have to find bombs? Or do you just have them on you? Uh, you get to find them. For most Zelda games, I think Breath of the Wild is like the only one where you get I know. an infinite bomb. I was just thinking, man, it sucks that the new game doesn't have the bombs just on hand always but it's if you like convenient i don't know how i am pretty sure most people play zelda where as they are walking they're slashing the grass and if you play like that you'll get enough bombs like you'll never run out in the old ones older yeah in i don't even think you slash grass in breath of the wild or the other one you can but nothing pops up <laughs> it's so, just yeah. a little that's what i've been playing um so expect a video on Tekken 8 and another code. And I think coming in February, they have a Mario versus Donkey Kong game. So expect all those to come up. Mm-hmm. Sounds fun. Are those multiplayer games? Uh, yes. I'm Except for the first one, another code. I don't think that's multiplayer. I, I hope Mario versus Donkey Kong has some kind of like challenge mode that's multiplayer. What's that about? Is it like just like... It's kind of like a Sonic Mario sort of thing, like a bunch of mini games. Or it's what, um, like the original Donkey Kong game. It's the evolution of that. It's what that has become. Oh, which they went like with these like little puzzle. It's like a bunch of puzzle challenges, and they started doing the little mini Mario's for a while, where you have to like guide them from huh. point A to point B, with like challenges and platforming to do. But this one's going to go back to, I think, Mario himself, not the little mini guys. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. It'll be fun. It's probably $60, Shouldn't, but it shouldn't be. It should I'm be sure. a lot cheaper. I'm sure. Anyway, let's get into our main event today. We're going to be playing Wrecking, Wrecking Crew, Crew for the NES. And the reason why I want Wrecking Crew to be the first game that we cover of this season is because we're going to move into the nes era last season we did the arcade era and wrecking crew is kind of a hybrid between an arcade game and an nes game 
the, um, <laughs> the, <laughs> sorry, Wrecking Crew was actually um, a launch game for the NES. That's true. And it's because it was ported from Famicom. arcades. Well, yeah, the Famicom is, was this Japanese. But Famicom is the fam family computer console. Yep. So <laughs> we will be playing some Famicom games, I think, um, this season. Japanese only ones. But we're, we'll be playing most of these games through the Nintendo Switch online service with our Nintendo Entertainment System controllers, Switch controllers. Oh, boy. So that we get as much of an authentic experience as we can. Now, the games that we don't have on there, I do have a classic NES with a old fat TV. Mm -hmm. And I need to Tell buy me. a zapper. But we will be Light playing all those games. Hint, hint for what's to come in the future. <gasps> um, but yeah, so Versus Wrecking Crew came out in the arcades. And then it got ported to the NES. And I believe all that was in 1984, right? Um, yes. That was weird because... Uh, two different things. One said 84, the other one said 85. I think maybe 85 was the NES one. Yeah, the NES came out to the in the United States in 85. Yeah. But the Famicom has been around I probably 84. since 83, but oh. 84, definitely. Mm -hmm. And the arcade game came around 84. So this came out after Mario Bros., which I think was the last game we covered. And um, But story-wise... Timeline-wise, I think it takes place before Mario Bros. Because Mario and Luigi aren't plumbers. They are part of a demolition crew. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And this is where Foreman Spike, that guy from uh, the movie, you know? Oh, yeah. This is where he comes from. And he's a little asshole in this yeah. game. <laughs> Wasn't he in the movie a little bit, too? Yeah. A little, little douchey. Yeah. And that's is true that to his character because yeah. he's a little asshole. <laughs> You'll be, like, doing your thing and... He'll be in the background, so you can't interact with him, but he'll knock you down. You could <laughs> like knock him down. So he'll hide behind, like, a door that you have to smash, and uh, and he'll, like, instead knock you down. Unless you smash the door before he knocks you down, then you'll knock him down. So let's start this gameplay here. Can you see the TV? Um, a little bit. I think I can see it enough. Okay. Oops. All right, let's do two-player game. Okay, and then while I play, you talk. Lynn, yeah, while, I was going to say. Okay. Um, so, Wrecking Crew's main designer, Yoshi Sakamoto, um, actually went on to direct Metroid a year later. The first Metroid, I believe, in 1986. And um, that's the end of my notes. <laughs> um, There's this but, little guy right here that I'm fighting. So he's a wrench and he's orange. And his name is Gotcha Wrench. Oh, and I just died because I was looking oh, at the... Oh, they are wrenches? That makes sense. That looks... Yeah, I've always wondered what they're supposed to be. <laughs> okay, Luigi, it's your turn. Okay. So yeah, we got Gotcha Wrench. We got Eggplant Man. We got Foreman Spike. We got the Fireball. Of course, we got Mario and Luigi. This is where that golden hammer comes from in uh, Super Smash Bros. So if you get to stage six, bomb, hit the bomb on the bottom left, then hit the bomb on the bottom right, then go up and hit the bomb in the middle left, and a golden hammer will appear. And that'll give you a stronger hammer 
faster movement if you spam the b button i think um you can float a little bit and if you're lucky you might hit an enemy and stun them for a second but it's kind of hard to pull off What? Yeah, the gotcha wrenches, they'll follow right behind Let's you. Go. All right, so until you die, I guess you play. So okay. we're playing two player mode as Mario and Luigi. So if you die, it goes like to player one. Kind of hard to see too because this chair's a little bit in the way, but I'm making it work. Ah. Yeah, we really need to hang this TV up here, get this studio a little hell? more studio like. I don't understand how I'm supposed to. Whoa, what? Okay, and then there's these what green doors that if you open them and the enemy, you lead the enemy into them, they'll get trapped behind the screen for a little bit. Okay. I thought so, but I don't remember everything stopping and the music playing <laughs> like that. Break. Do, 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 do. Man, I'm getting showed up right now. Yeah. It's all because I was distracted. Well. Just goes to show, guys, stay on the grind. If you haven't got Peter Griffin in Fortnite yet, get on right now. Right now. And if you did, you have to get back on and get Peter Copter and Snake. And, and if you did, you have to get back on and do Surf and Bird. There's always more to do. Always more to do. Oh, I'm going to end up. So this level, she's on, I think, stage three right now. Mm -hmm. um, and she's already messed up. Uh, oh, shit. You can't get back up. No. So you have to, oh, like, kill right. yourself. It sucks. QAS. Now sucks. it's my time to shine. <laughs> he didn't tell me beforehand, so he could <laughs> start playing. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> oh, what? What level is this? I have to start from stage one again. L imagine and now it's your turn to keep the audience entertained oh boy <laughs> um all right so what else what else is there what other games have i been playing a little bit of um skyrim so there's that dlc Stage one. that dlc um I was going to be, so you could be a vampire or a werewolf, and I'm sure I've already talked about this, sort of. But anyway, um, I was going to be a werewolf because I, reliable source friend told me that it's like OP, he's super strong, and all this and that. But, like, all the townspeople and stuff, like, shun you, and I think... Stage 2B? <laughs> good job i think being friends with people is like a really big um deal in the game because like you get quests and you get goodies and you know like i feel like being friends with people is very important in the game because that's how you like you know get a lot of good stuff but um i didn't want to be shunned by people so i'm a vampire and um i got my boy arvac um, it's like this, this horse, skeleton horse you can summon when you go stage three like, B underground the underneath. Oh, I forgot what it was called, but beat a dragon there. It's a part of the vampire quest. And, um, it was weird because 
I, when I had the option initially to become a vampire, I like, there's this daughter that I rescued and then the dad, and I was like, I don't want to be a vampire. And he was like, oh, okay, um, I guess I won't kill you this time, but you've offended me. So leave forever <laughs> and never come back. And then um, me and the girl started talking and I became a vampire. So now we're homies and she's helping me uh, on my main quest. No, it's to, she wants to help me defeat all the vampires. It's very confusing, kind of. It's very back and forth. I'm not sure what I want to do, but, um, but yeah, it's cool. I wonder, I think I could summon a dragon too, but I'm not there yet. Not there yet. Um, oh my gosh. That's another game. Oh, I did a little bit of Last of Us. Um, didn't finish it. It's kind of scary. Um, it's hard. I definitely I can't play that by myself. And it's hard for me to play video games on the TV because I need something in the background. Oh, now we're on so. the bonus stage. So we do Ooh. get bonus stages. And so describe this bonus stage, will you? That's Foreman Spike down there, by the way. Oh, that asshole. Oh, yeah, he is like, annoying. Boom, knock him down. See? Oh, I didn't know you could hit him and knock him down. I always oh, so go to the wrong side. Down, I always go to the wrong side for some reason. He always ends up getting the gold. Let's hope it's on this side. Oh, now you got oh, it. Every time. I don't, I have not once. Not once. I've seen you get it a couple times. It's easier when you get the golden hammer because your hammer is a lot faster. Oh, this stage, if you just, just don't overthink it. Just boom, boom, boom. Mm, boom. Oh yeah. Boom, just I run over here. Actually, when I was playing Wrecking Crew, I didn't even know that there was like a hundred different levels. I knew that there were different levels, but I thought okay. it like randomized every time. Check this out right here. And I did play that last one. You do have to just go fast. Hit that bomb on the left. Hit that bomb on the right. And this will be on YouTube. I forgot to mention that. We got a video uh, if you guys want to watch it right there. And then hit this bomb right here. And then boom, that's the golden hammer. And then hit it again, and then you Hell. got it. That's where that that uh, golden hammer item from Smash Bros comes from. Ooh, going fast! I like See how fast it goes. It's really convenient that you can go to one side. Is that also where that came from, Wrecking Crew, on some of the Smash Bros levels, where you could go to one side and you just pop back up on the other? A lot of arcade games had that looping screen. Like, um, I love the looping screen. Uh, Mario Bros had it. I like it. I hope I got everything up there because I'm smashing those. Okay. Nice. You did it. Phase seven. And I'm not even phased. <laughs> Look, there's. See, he could be a little dick right now if he wants to smash that whole ladder that I'm climbing. But we just knocked him <laughs> on his ass. And we're gonna knock him over. Like that. That's kind of funny how those little guys are just wrenches that come to life so i'm gonna stop here so it's not terribly uh, horrible for the listeners on spotify or wherever <laughs> um so there's one more mode right here design mode and if you click on that and you could do one player or two player or whatever so i'm gonna do two player and then uh oops, press the wrong button what can you do in design mode oh my gosh what's happening let me reset the game. Okay. Go to design <laughs> mode and then go down to design oh. first and click on that. And then see this? Whoa. So you could do stage one, two, three, or four. You guys, are you guys seeing this? People on YouTube are. <laughs> and you press the B, or yeah, the B button. 
and you can choose like whatever you want and you could build your own wrecking crew stage that's kind of cool that is really cool and other nes games have this too i never knew that as a kid i, I never knew there was design elements in a uh, wrecking crew or excite bike <laughs> um oh yeah so yeah there's, yeah. A, there's a whole you could you could build your mario maker oh, before mario maker i know i was just getting mario maker vibes that's really cool i wonder if they got inspo from this for Mario Maker. I'm sure they, they got inspiration from like this, Mario Paint, mm. the old NES building games, uh, build your own level games. Remember that one that one little weird spot in on the Wii and was it no, it wasn't in Mario Kart, but it was my Mario Kart era and there was like this gallery or something you could look at. And now I had the picture of me like with the trophy that I won. Oh, yeah, that was the end of Mario niece. Kart Wii. It was okay, yeah. and then I was able to like edit that, and I remembered I had like a bunch of random old pictures and stuff on downloaded onto my Wii. Oh yeah, they had a Wii Photo Channel. That was kind we of could do that nostalgic for some reason, <laughs> even though you're just like editing pictures, putting stickers on it and stuff. A lot of the Wii had, uh, a lot of the Wii's apps, free apps were nostalgic. I think just exploring mm -hmm. what the Wii had on it at launch was nostalgic. Like Wii Sports, of course, and the Me Channel, Photo Channel, mm -hmm. <laughs> and then Mario Kart Wii, and everybody had that. And they would sometimes, like that and Galaxy would send photos to your Photo Channel. Not enough games did that. I know. It was very thoughtful. I know uh, the 3DS did a lot. 3DS actually has a lot of free launch oh stuff, gosh. too. Oh my gosh. Was that, the, did the 3DS have, or was that the DS? the voice chat one yeah where you could record your own voice uh, the dsi and the 3ds had that love that and they had um so face iconic. raiders where you could take a picture yes. of your face and fight them in like <laughs> ar yeah and they had um cards yeah. that came with it that like popped up came to life on your 3ds and they had yeah. they had so, find me so much effort and sadly i feel like there's kind of been less and less effort. I know, like as great as the Switch is, what did it have? What? Nothing it's, like built into the Switch is like. Nostalgic. Like one two switch. One two switch is you know cool. It's but it was a full price games, game. But oh really? It, oh yeah. Yeah, it, it doesn't even come, come, come with, with it. it. That's right. Maybe if it came with it, people might like it more. You know. Yeah, I actually was like, I was complimenting it because it was one of those games I thought, but I forgot it's not separate. Or Switch Sports, full price game. Ring Fit, full price game. It's like... Ring Fit's crazy. Like, I think of the Switch when I think of those games, but they're not like... They're separate games. Yeah. When you think of a game worth $60, you think of a full-on story game with its own like bosses and characters. Like, like Astro's Playroom. <laughs> you buy a ps5 but you know what you hook yeah, it up that and one, boom it's there that's a game that put a lot of effort though into a game that it came with that almost most other consoles don't do that so i respect it a lot for that <laughs> there's a lot of thought it's, into that game it was definitely a like old nintendo move and i appreciate it <laughs> anyway guys that's been the wrecking crew episode um sorry for the i don't know we're trying to figure out how we're going to do these episodes more moving forward. So if you thought that the uh, <laughs> us playing the game while we talk was stupid and not good for <laughs> podcasting, which it probably was. Uh, I think not it good. would be good maybe just 
maybe shorter, I guess. Yeah. Probably. Just let us know. Give us some feedback <laughs> like you've been doing. And uh, we appreciate we'll see you guys next time. Thank you. Love you. Bye, motherfuckers. <laughs>